0: Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Self Love Sit Down. So I'm going to be doing a solo episode for you today. I'm going to try my hardest to keep this straight to the point because I could go down so many rabbit holes with this one, but I really just want to get you to the main key points while giving you just dabbles of education so that you have a deeper understanding because I know for myself when I have a little bit deeper of an understanding of something knowing the why behind it I'm more bought into okay I can do the things to fix this because I understand it a little bit more so I'm setting an intention of that up front, but guys, I'm terribly sorry if I do not follow through with that because I just feel like sometimes I start going and I just start teaching and telling and I just want to tell you guys all the things and it can be so overwhelming. So, I'm going to do my best and I don't have Armando here of course today to help regulate and like throw a pen at me or like give me side eye of like cut it, girl. Be done. So, um, so today we're gonna to be talking about metabolism. So, what are some of the habits that could really be killing your metabolism? So before I jump into the main points, I just want to talk about metabolism real quickly. Now, people will say, Oh, my metabolism is broken, or I've always had a terrible metabolism. Well, I'm gonna teach you on why that is today, okay? You're gonna have a deeper understanding. Now, the reason we wanted to do this episode in January was because of the fact that it's a new year. A lot of people have new weight loss goals or or just fitness goals in general that they're tackling this month. And so I want to educate you. I want you to have a deeper understanding. I want you to know why it is that maybe you hit a plateau in a diet or maybe why you feel like you're not losing weight when you feel that you should be losing weight based on the amount of calories that you're consuming. So what happens when when we are dieting or have been dieting for an extended period of time? Your body's your body's sole purpose is to keep you alive, right? It's survival, okay? So when you're dieting, you're basically putting your body in a controlled starvation. That is what forces fat loss on your body. And that's okay in moderation. But, you know, as human beings, we really like to beat things like a dead horse, right? And so when women specifically, I think, struggle with this is... When we go into a diet, we go fast and hard. We want fast, quick results. We do the quick fixes, all the things, and then we wonder why we hit a plateau so quickly. Well, what that is, is that's your body's survival. Your body is, it's called metabolic adaptation, okay? Your body will kind of meet you where you're at. Your body says, okay, cool, you're gonna eat here. Now I'm gonna maintain my weight on that. So in order to continue to see results, you would have to lower calories even more, okay? So metabolic adaptation is also known as adaptive thermogenesis, okay? This is the concept where your body's energy expenditure drops lower than what you would be expected to burn because, you know, for example, those TDEE calculators, total daily energy expenditure Calculators that you can find online, you can go put your basic information. Now, I don't love those calculators. I don't think they're great. Is it a starting point if you have no other option? Absolutely. Are they super accurate? No, you're still going to have to do some work to figure out where your maintenance is or where you should be eating to Um, lose weight and I will also tell you this it's not 1200 calories unless you are like a five foot female who doesn't have that much weight to lose okay but when we drop calories your body will do things to compensate it says okay you're gonna do that to me well now I'm gonna talk less with my hands your body's going to conserve energy, therefore burning less energy. Hopefully, that makes sense for you. So, what again? What that's called is metabolic adaptation. It's your body's natural survival mechanism. It's um, part of what makes up your metabolism. So, what makes up your complete metabolism are a few things, and we've talked about this before on a prior episode on self-love sit downs. Is there's a few different areas. I've actually made a post on Instagram as well. So part of your, your daily calories burned are, is called the thermic effect of food. That is the energy your body uses to break down and digest food in your body. Okay. The, another part is the non-exercise activity thermogenesis. That is the part of your expenditure of like walking Talking with your hands, cleaning the house, doing things like that that aren't actually considered exercise. Okay. Then, well, I guess walking kind of is considered exercise, but um, then the other part is exercise activity thermogenesis. That is the very small and the smallest of all of them part of your expenditure that comes from actually working out okay so everybody thinks that oh my gosh i want to lose weight i need to go and work out in the gym you're actually gonna get way more bang from your buck for your buck from eating in a calorie deficit and focusing on nutrition because nutrition is going to be 80 percent of your results okay um makes up a very small percentage and then the rest of your daily expenditure is your metabolic, is your basal metabolic rate, okay? So that is the amount of calories your body burns just to keep you alive, keep blood pumping, um, keep your brain, you know, moving and grooving and firing on all cylinders. That is the amount of calories your body would burn if you just literally laid in bed all day, okay? And it makes up about 70% of your total expenditure, For the whole entire day. So the total number of calories that you burn in a day, 70% comes from that. So really the impact and exercise is more like 5%, I think it is. It's very, very small. So I just want you to have that understanding, kind of picture that. Like I said, I put a post on my Instagram um, months back about this with a nice little graph chart um, showing the breakdown of this but that just gives you a better picture of what your metabolism is made up of, okay? So I'm gonna give you some points on what are some of the habits that could be killing your metabolism? And then at the end, I will just go over real quickly a few ways that you can speed up your metabolism because absolutely you can, okay? The first one, you have to be consuming enough calories specifically protein okay so if you're not eating enough calories that's that's killing your metabolism absolutely and like kind of like a branch off of that if you're not eating enough protein and the reason that protein so i guess let me take half a step back when when i talked about how metabolic adaptation and how when we're dieting our body will down regulate our metabolism to kind of meet us where we're at that is again your body survival mechanism okay i'm going to slow systems down i'm going to burn less calories because i'm trying to keep up with you i'm keeping up with what you're doing to me okay so when you consume less calories your metabolism will will slow down okay and then the branch off of that is not eating enough protein so you have all foods whether you're tracking macronutrients or not, you're consuming three different macronutrients, okay? You're consuming protein, carbs, and fat. That is those are the calories that those are the macronutrients that make up the total calories of the foods that we're consuming, okay? When we look at protein, carbs, and fats, each of them have a very vital role in our bodies okay so carbs are our body's preferred fuel source that gives you energy to you know push hard kill your workouts fats are very important especially for my females in hormone production protein is very very important in helping us feel satiated it helps control blood sugar energy protect production it helps um it helps us build muscle there's just so many benefits to each of them okay but when we're actually looking at not eating enough protein when how i told you about the thermic effect of food and how that is about 10 percent of your total expenditure every day in the total amount of calories your body exerts when i last read about a year ago protein was about three times more um, it burned three times more calories to break down and digest in the body than carbs or fat did. So that's a huge difference. So when we're, and I'll tell you this, as a coach, most people come to me eating probably on average about 50 grams of protein a day. And I have majority of my clients anywhere from about 120 to 150 plus Amounts of uh, grams of protein a day, so that just kind of paints another picture for you on like the standard American diet we're not we're consuming too many high fat foods, very processed foods typically have higher fat we are some people are doing okay on carbs, your body needs carbs that's your body's main fuel source, but some people are definitely eating a very fat and carb heavy diet and a very very low protein diet okay so there's a lot of benefits to consuming enough protein and when we're not eating enough calories or enough protein that can definitely be you know working against us in the case of okay how do i you know have a prime metabolism so that's number one number two you're starting your day with a less than nutrient dense breakfast. And what I mean by that is you're starting by eating a donut, you're starting by just having coffee with creamer. You definitely want to have some food in your body before you start consuming coffee. You have to think of it. Coffee is coffee is caffeine. That is energy. That can create, I mean, some people drink too much coffee and have anxiety. So imagine what's that what that's doing to the inside of your body okay and then also starting with something like a donut or just a very sugary food that can really promote cravings throughout the day how do you expect to make good decisions when you're eating a donut that is hundreds and hundreds of calories that don't actually make you feel full has tons of artificial sweeteners and sugars and all of these things and then chasing it with a caffeine sugar drink right and so we have to start and i'm sure you've heard the saying of start your like breakfast is the most important meal of the day start your day in a positive way that's why they speak of that because of the fact that you want to start your day with a protein and fiber rich meal It's going to help you stay full longer. It's going to help aid in digestion. And all of those things impact your weight loss. So when we're looking to lose weight, this is a big focus. This is something I've really been trying to dial in with more and more of my clients is fiber consumption. Just because people are not aware, I'm finding more and more, that you should be going to the bathroom one to two times a day a day. I have most people come to me and they go, they have a bowel movement every other day and they think that's normal. Absolutely. That is not normal. And I could go down that rabbit hole, but I'm going to go back to what I said in the beginning. I'm going to try to keep this very simple and easy. Um, so start, you could be starting your day with a less than nutrient dense breakfast and that could be killing your metabolism. Okay. So that was number two, number three, you're not lifting weights. Okay. I know most people feel more comfortable with cardio. It's easy. How do you mess up going and moving your body on an elliptical or running on a treadmill? You can't really mess that up, right? A lot of it comes from intimidation. I think a lot of my females have gym intimidation and that keeps them out of the weight room. But when we're looking at, okay, what could be killing my metabolism? When, when, we are doing tons of cardio like that it is very important for us to understand when you're looking to build muscle so i will say nine out of ten females that come to me will tell me i want to have a more toned look i want to look better right we all want that look okay so that look comes from first building muscle and then exposing that muscle through fat loss okay But you have to have muscle and when we're doing tons of cardio the thing that happens is we don't get to pick and choose we don't get to tell our body like hey i'm gonna go step on this elliptical and i only want you to pull fat from my midsection thank you very much it just doesn't work that way just like we can't spot reduce and say okay but how do i lose lose my love handles well genetically, if that's where you carry your weight, that's probably going to be one of the last things to go. I'm so sorry to tell you. And it's just like we can't say, I'll have women say like, I want to build a booty. And I'm like, okay, like, absolutely. Are there things we can do to focus on building good glutes? Yes, we can train legs two to three times a week with intention, eat enough protein, get enough rest, make sure you're eating enough calories. But we can't just tell your body, hey, only put it in my glutes. I'm sorry, it doesn't work that way. Spot reduction or um, like spot growth either. Neither of those are a real thing. Well, when we're doing excessive amounts of cardio, we don't choose where it comes from. And so when we look at our body as a whole, if you want your body to have a higher metabolic rate, you want to have more muscle mass, more active muscle tissue equals higher metabolic rate. Okay so more muscle equals more muscle to maintain or more muscle equals more calories to maintain those muscles. So when we think of building muscle it it actually boosts our metabolism because our body takes more energy to keep it and maintain it when we have more muscle mass versus when you have excess fat. So when somebody comes to me and they're like oh I don't want to do any lifting. It's like, okay, then the toned body that you want has to be removed. You're not going to get a toned body from just doing excessive amounts of cardio. And this is a hard conversation because like I said in the beginning of this one is a lot of females have a lot of gym intimidation. It can be very intimidating to step in there and not feel confident and thankfully for my clients, they have a app that all of their workouts are loaded into, they get demonstration videos, they can step in there with a plan with confidence, they are going to know how to do it. They can send me review videos for me to review of them doing the exercises so that I can give them um, like cues and make adjustments and things like that so that they can really feel confident in the gym. But not all people have that ability. And I understand that that can be overwhelming or stressful. But if you're wanting to boost your metabolism, if you're wanting to get a toned body, you are going to have to lift weights. So um, this one was killing your metabolism. You are not lifting weights. Okay. Number four, you aren't drinking enough water. This one is very simple our bodies are made of 60 plus percent water your body needs that water to keep things moving through your system i don't feel like i need to go too heavy on this one that's a pretty basic um, knowledge one for most people they know that they should be consuming more water if you're having a hard time with maybe you're consuming a lot of soda and things to that nature like the best thing I can tell you is one step at a time. Swap one soda for one cup of water and just master that and then do another one. Don't try to rip it like a Band-Aid, especially in this new year, people saying like, oh, I'm just gonna give up all the things that I love. Well, that just creates over-restriction and when we over-restrict, we usually end up over-indulging. You have to take a more balanced approach, okay? Number five. You are stressed out beyond all beliefs, which I feel like stress is not talked about enough, in my opinion, when it comes to our health and fitness journey, your body. So I don't want to get super deep into like all the hormonal side of things. So I'll kind of create a equation for you. Your body has a stress hormone called cortisol when your stress, stress levels have increased, cortisol also increases, okay? High cortisol equals high appetite, okay? So when we're, and there's also, there's, man, my next, so actually number six which I'm going to kind of tie number 5 and number 6 in together because they both impact our hormones. Number 6 is what could be killing your metabolism is your poor sleep quality, okay? So, again, cortisol is high, appetite is high. Well, when when we sleep, our sleep regulates a lot of hormone levels for us that regulate our hunger and appetite, okay? So, and also another thing too, cortisol increases with less sleep as well, and that can lead to more cravings and impacts metabolism regulation. So another hormone that is impacted when we sleep is leptin. It helps control our appetite and feeling of feeling full. So leptin is produced by our fat cells in our sleep. So when you're sleep deprived, you have lower leptin, which means you have higher hunger, which means you're more likely to overeat. Okay, another hormone that's produced and regulated through sleep is ghrelin. This is produced by the stomach and tells us when we're hungry. So sleep deprivation can cause an increase in ghrelin and increased hunger hormones plus decreased hormones that cause us to feel full means that we're more likely to overeat, which means that we're more likely to gain weight, which also impacts Our metabolism right so it's just kind of all of these things really go hand in hand Um, and so before I jump into what can you do to actually speed up your metabolism I'm gonna just run through these real quickly again so what habits could be killing your metabolism poor sleep quality you're not managing stress and I don't want to go super deep into managing stress but guys managing stress doesn't have to be like I feel like self-care and managing stress people are like oh I have to go to therapy or I have to do something like go on a vacation or something it it can be so simple like self-care and managing stress can look like going on a walk and listening to your favorite song it can be taking up a hobby that you do in the evenings a client is doing an adult coloring book in the evenings right now to help with stress and help her unwind at the end of a busy day It can be taking a bath and reading your favorite book. It doesn't have to be this big extravagant like full spa day or a vacation or anything like that. Managing your stress, doing some self-care can have so many benefits and it does impact your weight loss journey, okay? Um, The next one is you aren't drinking enough water, okay? You aren't lifting weights, You're starting your day with a less than nutrient dense breakfast. And then the last one, of course, is you're not eating enough calories and specifically not eating enough protein. So real quickly, I just have a list on what can we do to speed up our metabolism. You can eat more food because, again, I talked about the thermic effect of food and how your body needs needs energy to break down the foods that you're consuming and that process can actually speed up with more food of course lifting weights walking more it doesn't have to be like go, going out and going for a run absolutely not and this is another thing too that i didn't say when i talked on the lifting weights part when we do cardio your body burns calories when you're, when you're on that elliptical doing the cardio or when you're on the treadmill doing the cardio. When you lift weights and you have muscle mass, that muscle continues to need energy outside of your lifting session. So though you might feel more accomplished because you're super sweaty and you step off the treadmill and you just ran three miles, great, awesome. Is that important for cardiovascular health? Absolutely. I'm not telling you not to do it, but I'm just saying that lifting weights, building muscle requires more energy to maintain us. It makes your body a suburban. And what I mean by that is your body is a fuel guzzling and fuel is food, fuel guzzling vehicle. It takes more calories to maintain your weight. That's what we want. I don't know about you, but I want more food flexibility. I want to be able to eat more calories and and keep my weight the same, okay? Um, that is absolutely always the goal. The goal is not to be dieting forever, okay? And that's a perk of lifting weights is your body is more demanding of calories to maintain versus when you do that cardio, You only get those calories you burned while you were doing it, okay? So walking more is a huge one. People don't understand. Walking is very underrated for not just overall health, but also weight loss. I have a handful of clients that are just on a step goal um, and nutrition weight loss plan right now. They do not have workouts. We are not doing workouts. We're focusing on steps. And we're really dialing in nutrition because maybe they're super stressed out or maybe we, we're getting great results and maybe somebody isn't comfortable stepping into the weight room yet. There's a lot of different things that's, you know, very individualized in coaching, but walking more literally will help you increase your metabolism, okay? The next one is gain more muscle mass. So again, I kind of already spoke on this. That comes from eating enough food, lifting weights to build muscle, recovering enough, eating enough protein, but gaining that muscle. I kind of already talked about this in in the episode so far. Drinking more water. And then of course, I already mentioned eating more protein. So I hope this is helpful for you. I know a lot of people are gonna have you know January fitness goals and I support them. I'm excited for you. please know that you can always reach out to me, whether it be on Instagram, via email, anything, please don't hesitate to reach out with questions. I truly do not mind helping you guys. I love a I love an action taker who's willing to say, "Hey, I need help with this. I don't understand this or does this seem like a good plan?" I do not mind doing that. So please don't hesitate to reach out, guys. I'm truly happy to help. And I love when people are looking to put their health and fitness first. You only get one body. It's very important that we take care of it. We want to feel our best. We want to look our best. And that comes from, you know, working on all of the healthy habits and dialing them in, staying consistent, staying patient. I know it's hard, so if I can help in any capacity, please don't hesitate to reach out. I hope this was helpful. I appreciate you tuning in this week, and I will see you on the next one. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self-Love Sit Downs. If you liked this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings In return reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and MondoFarius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.